Welcome. This is One Christian, One Topic. Today, our guest is Mary Ortwine. Today's topic, Writing Bible Reflections. Let's get to it. Mary, a Catholic Moments website that has been posting daily reflections on the scripture readings of the day since 2013. What made you want to start writing a reflection on a weekly basis for a Catholic moment back in 2015? <laughs> so, you know, when I started, um, Carolyn Burgess, who was maybe part of the original team, uh, or at least she was before me, she and I were students together at St. Meinrad, and we were in a theological reflection discussion group. And one night, when I went to reflection group, she said, Mary, would you like to write? And so I'd never done anything like that. I've written lots all through my life, but I said, sure. And so it started every other week. And then after maybe six, seven months, it went to every week. And it's been every week for seven years. It'll be seven years in February. What was your initial kind of feelings when you were asked, like, were you, you, you just mentioned, you know, you have read before, but I'm assuming it was a new experience in kind of the audience and uh, kind of this dedicated timeline. What was going through your mind? Like, were you very open to it, jumping into it, or were you kind of reluctant, but kind of over time was kind of in the back of your mind getting at you to want to do this? Well, in, in 2015, I graduated from St. Meinrad and St. Uh, the School of Theology. And I had gone um, starting in 2011 because I'd had a kind of a deeper conversion into my Catholic faith. And I decided that I wanted to spend my retirement, whether I was employed or not, working for the church. And so... I was kind of looking, well, how is this going to be? And so this was an opportunity. And at the time, it wasn't what I had in mind at all. But I thought, well, this will be good experience. And so I tried it. And it actually has turned out to be a significant part of how I work for the church. So, you know, you just don't know when an opportunity knocks, whether it's a real thing or a semi thing or what, but I took it um, and it's been a really good experience. In actually um, writing the reflections, what has been your approach? I know, you know, I, I will say that I've pretty much read all your reflections and I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan so I, I see that you sometimes uh, try to, you know, teach on the meaning, the history of the scripture readings of that specific day. Uh, I seen you trying to like gather themes within the, the, the readings. Um, you talk about personal experience, you kind of relate to current events. When you kind of approach writing the reflection, what's that kind of a process like? What's the kind of uh, your, your mindset when you kind of sit down and you start writing? 
when I started, I was trying to write just like I would write anything. And I, you know, my, a lot of my professional career has been writing curriculum either for schools or for adult education. Um, not in the religious world at all, but in the secular world. And so I started approaching it like that, or I used to do some newsletters. And that was very laborious. In the first year, I would say it took me seven to eight hours to write a thousand word thing, um, which is a lot of time. And that wasn't working well for me. I didn't really always have seven or eight hours. And then I began to use it to, to use my prayer time to do the main work of it. And that worked much better. And so I would spend some of my meditation time during the week on the readings, usually for about three days, I would do it and see what came and then write from that. Over time, readers have informed me what they seem to like. And they, they tell me that they like a little bit of historical or contextual information. So at this point, I try to include something like that every time. Um, people say they like the mix of personal experience in there. And that also helps me be really kind of genuine in it. So I include that. Um, and really at this point, I pray. Now that I'm doing Sundays, it's not three days, but it's five days. This is really my prayer, my meditation. And then I, when I get ready to write, I say, so Lord, what do you want me to start with? And whatever pops into my head, that's what I start with. And then whatever has happened in the prayer, then that's what comes out. Now, sometimes I look back on it and I go, yeah, I'm not really sure that was God. Um, and other times I go, you know, when I'm writing it, it likes, well, I don't, this doesn't make, I don't know about this. I'm really not pleased with it at all. But then when I read it after, not when I first post it, but after a day or so, it's like, oh, that kind of fit together rather nice. And then I say, okay, the Holy Spirit was really in that one. How comfortable were you in opening up to the public about, you know, your personal life? Another question that's tied with it is how conscious are you of the readers or were you of the readers kind of begin with? Because, you know, you're writing and then I'm assuming early on you, you've uh, decided to open up, talk about, you know, family, uh, your, your, your experience, uh, uh, work. Um, even yourself kind of, uh, I've read, you know, your personal kind of, uh, reflection, like, uh, things you struggle with things kind of like you, you went through, like how, how much of a challenge was that? Or were you even conscious of that fact that you were like, I'm letting this all out into the public? <laughs> well, that has been a growth, um, 
I mean, first of all, a Catholic moment has really grown. There were like 700 subscribers, which I thought was an awfully lot when I started. And now there's like 3,000, almost 4,000. Now, whether those subscribers translate into readers every week or not, probably not. But it's still a pretty substantial number of people and they're all over and, you know, they know my business. So as, as a therapist, I always learn never tell a client something that you didn't want on the front page of the newspaper because clients aren't held to confidentiality like therapists is. So I've had lots of experiences of choosing what I want to share. But in general, I'm kind of okay with it. I mean, I don't want to share things that might compromise somebody else that's in the story. And so I have to be careful that way. Um, and I don't want to talk about things that would make me either look unusually good or unusually bad. Um, but I found from just reader feedback and my own sense of just writing about it, that it's good to share who I am. I mean, I, I'm kind of not, not too unusual. So I feel like that that helps other people have genuine conversations with God or genuine interactions with scripture. So it seems like it's worth it. Yeah, I think uh, like for me, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I've read your reflections and, you know, some of it, it's, uh, you know, just at the face of it, you know, I'm like different experience, different person, different life experience. But I, I guess for me, when I actually read, I think at the core of your opening up, it's more of a spiritual opening up. And I think that's what, for me, I'm like, I can relate to that. <laughs> Even though it may be different, uh, you know, uh, person, uh, life experience, whatever. But I think in your writing, you you kind of open up spiritually. And that, that for me, I think, is what I, I'm assuming maybe other readers kind of get at. It is like, wow, that. I relate to that, that kind of a struggle in prayer life and kind of uh, uh, seeing, facing some event in life and then kind of uh, taking it to God and being like, what does this mean? Or how, how, how can I face this challenge? And, you know, and I guess that goes for everyone. We all have our own challenges, problems, but I think just the fact that you um, get that, that deep kind of nitty gritty part of the the experience i think um i I take a lot from it um when were moments or when was a moment that you understood the impact of your writing i know as a writer you know you write it gets out there um but when do you start noticing that your writing actually impacted people and how they impact you know, it's, it's interesting. Laura Coughless was the coordinator of the website when I started. She, had, she and a group of other people from Indiana had started it. And when she moved to Oregon and eventually had to drop out. But Laura had to, to um, 
write to me one day and say, you know, you're getting comments from readers. And I had never even seen the comments. I was submitting the thing and never, never looking back until the next week. And so it's been very interesting how readers have impacted me. I think the most impact has come from people who've been in like the Fratelli group last year or in the catechetical directory groups now. Um, that has been such a marvelous experience with me. I'm, I'm a person who's never really been anywhere. I mean, yeah, Washington, D.C. and places like that, but not, you know, not China and not Switzerland and, and not the Bahamas. And to have people in a conversation from all those different places has really impacted me. Um, I feel so privileged. And the depth of the conversation, that, that's why um, I, a part of why I ask our bishop to join us um, in the last conversation, because I wanted him to see that. And so I don't know exactly when or how that I felt that there was an impact. I mean, from comments, but still you don't get that many comments. So you can't go by that. You know, you could get 10 comments and they could be the only 10 people who ever read it. Uh, you know, that's probably not true. But it's, it's that sense of, well, this sparked me in this, or this helped me pray, or I found Catholic moment and God must have meant me for me to read this today, to go, okay, this really is God working. And that, I don't know, that kind of is overwhelming to me. And to kind of give the context um, for most of the majority of the listeners, um, Mary, you kind of, uh, I think a year ago, maybe or so, um, kind of just in passing in your, uh, one of your reflections just that mm -hmm. you're studying, you're starting like a study group <laughs> at your local, I think, parish, um, on Fratelli Tutti, the, um, Pope Francis document. And, uh, I actually was, one who commented and was like hey can I get that zoom uh, information to participate and you opened it up for I guess all the readers uh, who want to join in and yes since then you've started kind of these uh, zoom online virtual kind of uh, I would say uh, I wouldn't say bible study but like uh, um, study groups I would say catholic study groups I see them as as study groups, faith sharing groups, we always work from a piece of writing and then we discuss it. And it, to me, it's just an absolutely marvelous thing. Yeah, it's just shows the impact kind of, uh, I guess, uh, people you impacted, you know, who were willing to say, yes, I, will wa I want to, <laughs> I want to participate in this kind of uh, uh, learning experience. Um, going back to, uh, just writing, you know, I mentioned early on, you started writing, um, back in 2015, you know, it's now 2022. Uh, what are the challenges 
uh, you face in writing um, these reflections that readers may not be aware of. You know, readers just read it and like oftentimes may just say that's a great piece. I took so much from it. But what what are challenges that many may not know um, about you being a writer? You ask good questions. Um, I think the primary concern, challenge for me right now, seven years into it, the readings this coming Sunday include when Ezra, the priest, had found the scrolls of the Torah and was now reading to the people who had returned from Babylon. And they stood there from six in the morning until noon and listened to it and began to cry at the beauty and the wonder of what God had in mind for them and how they should live their lives. I really believe to the core of my soul that we, the church today, are in a very similar situation, that people do not know our faith. And in the process of not knowing our faith, we're very educated otherwise, but we very often have a second grade or eighth grade religious education. It's easy for the world to overcome us. And if we knew our faith, we would relish it. At the same time, there seems to be all these divides conservatives and peace and justice folks between one political orientation or another, between people, cradle Catholics and converts. And if we're not careful, we bring the prejudice of where we are into our reading. And if it's too far off from where we are, we begin to discount the writer. And yet there is the need to express the truth of our faith. And so I struggle with it every week. How do I, how can I be Ezra? Letting people know the beauty and the wonder and the glory of Catholic teaching and do it in such a way that people want to listen and they want to respond instead of closing down. And so I have no idea how I do in the sense that I I don't get like hate letters. So I know that that's not happening, but I don't know if I'm able to do that, but that is, has become my, my big goal in everything I do. I would say that um, writing script reflections is a form of evangelization. Um, so kind of just thinking about, you know, other people also maybe interested in kind of also writing their own reflections. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to others if they're starting out in this type of ministry, kind of reflections, writing, uh, what, what advice would you give such people? The number one advice would be if you're writing from scripture 
take the scripture to prayer and see what God does with it for you. That would be, that would be my number one and maybe my only real advice because people are going to handle things different ways. Uh, the, the readings this past Sunday, I, I really made a list of about seven different directions I could go. Uh, and all of them have you know, been totally legitimate. And this next week is almost, almost that much too. So let God decide where he leads you to speak his word. And then follow it. I do think it's good to study. I think not just praying, not just thinking, not just going, well, how does this relate to my life? But really trying to get into the context of scriptures. Even if you don't talk about it, it helps you to know it. Um, I don't know. I guess that would be the extent of my advice. And, and you know, see where God leads you. For you, another thing that comes to my mind, um, I'm sure that you know, because the readings are kind of uh, ordered, you know, um, year A, B, C, uh, year one, two, you know, th there are certain themes that kind of get repeated, um, certain uh, readings are kind of uh, repeated. Um, are you okay with that? Or is that a struggle for you also as well, kind of uh, um, getting the same kind of a uh, um, part of the Bible? Or is it kind of a challenge trying to tackle it from a different angle? Well, I guess I have, I started out on Thursday. And then I went, to, or maybe I started out on Tuesday and went to Thursday. I guess that's true. Have Garvey, we, we, we traded off. Um, and then I went to Monday and now I'm on Sunday. And I have this kind of secret goal that I really would like to do Wednesday and Friday and Saturday at some point too, um, to get some of the variety. Because I really learned scripture by doing this. I mean, there's nothing like writing to learn something. And so I'm, I'm kind of going through and I'm, I'm developing by writing through the different scriptures. So, it, I mean, I have yet to have not been able to say something different. And I, I did three years on Monday. Um, but I, I was worried. I mean, sometimes it was like, well, and there were times last year when, you know, I looked at what I wrote before and I changed it a little bit and submitted it again because I couldn't think of anything any better. Nobody, somebody, a couple of people noticed that they had seen me write about something before, uh, but nobody really complained. But I, I wouldn't want to just kind of recycle things. The word of God is the word of God, and it's always fresh. I, I totally agree. I feel like sometimes there's an urge to try to make something better, but sometimes if it's good and it's fine, <laughs> that's perfect as well. Well, Mary, uh, before we wrap up, I want to ask you some short questions uh, that I'm asking all my guests at the end of the interview. Mm -hmm. uh, the first question is, what is one scripture verse or part of the Bible 
that really resonates with you and why? Hmm. Well, that one's one to think about. The reading of the story of Ezra reading um, the Torah, uh, that's this Sunday's uh, first reading, is, is my favorite piece in the Old Testament. The New Testament, uh, there's a lot. Um, I love this early ministry time in the story of Jesus a lot. I guess I, I'm kind of a pioneer and, and I, like, <coughs> I like the stories of, of Jesus's first adventures. Um, and I think it's because I just like to start things and I'm, I'm, that's kind of in my life. God, God kind of puts me in a place where I'm a pioneer and then some when it gets to the point where they have plank fences, it's time for me to move on and somebody else comes. So I guess I like it from that perspective. The other question I have is, what is one word or a couple of words that you would like God to use in describing you? Faithful. Enthusiastic. And lastly, is there anything we can help promote or you would like others to support you in? Not at this time. Well, thank you, Mary, for your time and for sharing more about what it's like to write reflections on the Bible. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in. We hope you keep tuning in for other episodes and keep sharing this podcast with others. God bless us all.